Welcome to the Creative Industries Podcast. Join us as we explore the ways in which education is changing and help to prepare people for the world of work within the creative industries in Wales. In these podcasts, we at Screen Alliance Wales, along with our partners at the University of South Wales, will talk to people already working in the industry and educators already adapting to the new curriculum to help inspire the next generation to meet the needs of one of the fastest growing economic sectors in Wales. So uh, welcome along to a brand new series, uh, SIPcast, which is a, um, a relationship between um, Screen Alliance Wales and the University of South Wales. So the idea with these conversations as far as possible is to try and get a kind of a three-way conversation going on between, I suppose, what you could loosely call uh, academia and uh, the world of teaching, which is also academia, and uh, of course, the industry. So firstly, if I can just ask my uh, two guests to introduce themselves. So Alan, if I could come to you first, please, and maybe you could tell us uh, your role. Yeah, um, so I'm Alan Thomas-Williams, and I've been seconded to the local authority as a um, curriculum support officer um, with the idea, as Curriculum for Wales comes in, that we're going to help work with industry in the city to integrate um, the arts into schools in a, in a way that's not been done before, really. And uh, Sam, could you maybe introduce yourself too, please? Yeah, I'm, I'm Sam Brown. Uh, I'm an administration assistant at Screen Alliance Wales, um, which I basically just help out with the day-to-day sort of running of the office. Um, I also am in charge of sort of social media and online content. So that's anything to do with anything on social media and a large percent of our sort of articles and other things we publish on our website. And you've only been in post for just under six months, haven't you? So you're quite a newbie. Yeah, I am. Yeah, about six months I've been in there. So yeah, we've got I'm a newbie as well then. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is nice for this because it's you know it's all about that kind of you know the interface between you know get, getting into the industry. So it's, it's it's great really, Sam, to have have you on this. Um, Alan, what can you tell us um, specifically about the kind of you know the the, the creative skills that you uh, employ? in your work, and I suppose with, with, with a nod towards kind of curriculum development, et cetera? Yeah, I think um, my background kind of singles me out a bit in that um, I was actually in TV production um, for a good 10 years before becoming a teacher. So my background's always been in, in film and TV. Um, and when I came into the classroom, I it was natural for me to be using those skills with the children, and I kind of knew how packaging information and getting them to package information was a really good way for them to engage with it. Um, what's, what's brilliant now is that as Curriculum for Wales is introduced, there's going to be an expectation that, that we're all doing this. You know, the yes. expressive arts is one of the six areas of learning that's, that's given importance in Wales. And, you know, it's broken down into, into five artistic disciplines, but the, the, the artistic way of learning, if you like, is, is going to be instrumental moving forward. I mean, I mean, it's interesting that you've got a background in the media, as, and which, which is obviously, you know, is beneficial. Uh, just to, I wonder, from your perspective, whether you uh, have any kind of uh, advice, I suppose, for, for, for teachers who are also uh, impacted on by, by, by the new curriculum, which is quite an exciting thing. And in terms of the, maybe they don't have very much media experience, how would you kind of see that? Yeah, I think um, that, that's going to be a big part of my role um, with the local authority is to engage with industry in the city to make sure that 
where those gaps are in teachers' knowledge and expertise, we can make sure that, that we're helping bridge those gaps using the industry expertise. Um, you know, I think teachers, are, especially primary practitioners, are, are well used to over the years looking at things creatively. Um, there's a lot in the new curriculum about ex expressing yourself through art, um, reading how others have expressed their culture and themselves through art. But then obviously there's the disciplinary side of it as well, where we want to be teaching these children the, the skills that go along with film and digital media, that go along with dance, that go along with art. And maybe that's where the, the gaps lie with, teaching, with teachers at the moment. And maybe that's kind of what's going to hold people back in terms of confidence. So I think it, it, it's down to us as local authority, but it's also down to the industry to help bridge that gap because you know it, it, there's something in it for you in the long run these these are your future workers you know these are your future set designers and your future script writers so you know the earlier we can get in there working with teachers working with schools building teachers confidence so that children's eyes can be open to this world then the better for all of us really so sam you've been in post like i say like five months or six months or whatever not not that long um and you you're kind of the other side of the fence you know you're you're just coming into the industry. Um, I wonder if you're thinking about, you know, how when you got into the industry, are you thinking about anything that you you picked up along the way, maybe before your degree, which was kind of quite, you know, uh, media uh, related, I suppose. Uh, any kind of things you picked up along the way from from your education, you can remember, which maybe helped you along the way, or would you have any advice conversely for, you know, teachers now have more of a kind of media orientated curriculum. Um, I think that's fantastic that that, that sort of um, you know teachers are and you know uh, students are learning that there are, there are actual jobs in the industry um, because one of the things I've always been very very passionate about the industry and about film and television and it's always been something that I've wanted to work in but I think something that I think this would be really beneficial for and something Screen Arts Wales do is to practically go into schools and show you know that there are actual roles that you that that are available you know and it and it's it's so broad what you can do in the industry it's not just sort of acting and mm. dancing although these things are fantastic it is also carpentry and electricians and these kind of things and it's a very practical industry um and i think getting that message across um is just so so vital i think for me i i didn't necessarily have that um when i was at school mm. um and it wasn't sort of pie in the sky thinking but it wasn't really necessarily the most important thing that people uh, maybe emphasized on um, but I do think that's changed it's changed a hell of a lot since I was at school and I think it's continuing to change and I think when the sort of the industry and academia kind of are coming together in things like this Screen Alliance Wales going into school and other organizations going into schools and showing a practical side to the industry and saying it is an actual real valid route they are completely you know workable careers they're very 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 valid path pathways um, and just really, really demonstrating that if this is the sort of thing you want to do, then there is something here for you, and it should sort of be encouraged. Historically, you'd, you'd speak with your careers advisor and say you wanted to go and work in the industry, and it'd be, well, it's a bit pie in the sky, really, isn't it? Why don't we concentrate on our maths and language? And then if that happens to happen, great. But, you know, it's, it's one of the biggest industries in our city. If we're not targeting this for our future workers, then we're, we're missing a trick. Yeah, well, well said, Alan. Totally agree with that. Um, 
I mean, Sam's talking about it from from his perspective. I don't know what 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 you see as uh, the benefits. I suppose maybe this is reassuring for those teachers who, who feel like maybe they're having to you know reapproach how they do things. What do you see as the main benefits of the new curriculum uh, here in Wales? You know, within education. I think um, the the biggest change in this curriculum is that it's it's a purpose led curriculum. So we're moving away from this curriculum where we're told which facts these children have to learn, and learning these facts will get you pass these tests and that's going to get you to a point where you're employable and you know employers have been telling us for years that that doesn't necessarily give you the best workforce you know you want a workforce who are flexible who um can think for themselves so you know you've got this these four purposes now pushing um the new curriculum and, and that's what teachers are meant to be focusing all of their teaching on is getting the children to be enterprising and creative i'm going to check my list here because i don't want to get it wrong Uh, enterprising creative contributors uh, healthy confident individuals ethically informed citizens and ambitious capable learners they're they're the four purposes for our curriculum yes obviously there are disciplinary skills and knowledge that they're going to learn along the way and that they're going to need to learn but if we can get the learners to be these individuals that can be creative that can think on the spot then you know, that's who you want in the industry. You don't want somebody who comes in only knowing how to use this camera in this situation. You want to yeah. be able to stick something in their hand and say, oh, can you, go, can you go off and film this for me? And that they're not going to be terrified and say, I don't know how to do that. They're going to try. They're going to work it out for themselves because they, they've had 14 years of education that allows them to know it's okay to try. It's okay to fail. It's okay to find things out for myself. I think that's going to be the biggest biggest strength of this curriculum definitely yeah and um, i've got a question i want to ask and I, i'm just thinking i, I knew this is a double-edged sword really um if i ask you um sam um how in terms of the interface between sort of education and industry um what kind of things do you think you know you, you'd like to see uh within uh the kind of educational field which would help uh, the, the people that Alan's talking about to prepare to be part of the kind of uh, the, the media industry? Um, I think sort of Alan hit the nail on the head with um, uh, so things like so practical skills. So those are, so there's something that my colleague Sarah and Reese do. They go into schools and they actually engage in practical workshops. Um, so they're sort of given iPads and they're given a task to create a small film or, you know, to get in like animation workshops we've done before and, um, you know, sometimes even, um, you know, things like digital, you know, digital effects and stuff. And I think having that, that practical knowledge of being able to do things and like Alan says, trying things. And if they don't work out, that's fine. You can try another thing and being open to these types of um, activities. Um, I think they're really, really important. Um, and I think it's something going forward would be really, really beneficial um, in schools and in education just sort of generally. Yeah, I mean, I went to school quite a while ago, as you might guess. I, I don't think we, we touched on this step too much. But to turn that question on its head, Alan, um, as this partnership develops, really, between, I, I think, between the media industry and, and education, what kind of support would you like to see from the industry maybe to support education? I think that support will change over time. I think where we are at the moment is that schools have just been through the pandemic now is the time that they're looking at creating their new curricula. Um, and what's, what's amazing about the way Curriculum for Wales has been set up is every school will be writing their own curriculum. They're going to be looking at the 
mm. um, area in which their school is based, the, the type of families and children that they're, that they're there for, and they're going to be adapting their curriculum specifically for, for, for those people. And I think that, that's an amazing starting point. And as they build their curricula, that's when it's going to become clear to them where the gaps are in terms of um, training for staff, professional development for staff, in terms of knowing, you know, I know how to get a child from picking up a camera to editing a documentary. Mm. Not every teacher is going to know that, and they might need some expertise, and it might be Screen Alliance Wales coming in and walking them through that. So, you know, there's going to be a period initially of co-construction where we can get industry into schools now as they're building the curriculum, and they can advise and guide. You know, if you want them to be able to do this at this age group, yeah. then they're going to need to learn this down here and they're going to need to learn this before. Otherwise, you're never going to get there in, in, a, in a realistic way. I think that's the, the starting point, definitely. But then moving forward, you know, it, this curriculum is going to be about skills, knowledge and experiences. And that experiences word is where industry is really going to be able to come in and, and, and help us out. You know, it's not just about experiencing the arts as an audience member. It's about opening their eyes to, to the possibilities of the industry. You know, a five-year-old isn't going to grow up wanting to be a Foley creating sounds for drama if the show that role exists, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, we can be opening their eyes by giving them all, oh, yeah, all these totally. amazing experiences that exist in the city. And mm. the more that happens, the, the broader people's horizons are going to become, you know? Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Um, I mean, obviously, this is this 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 partnership, um, you know, is between education and industry, um, and at various levels of education actually. And this is a great start today, and hopefully, as time goes by and the podcast grows legs, which I'm sure it will, I think these kind of conversations for those teachers who maybe they're on their way to a class and they're thinking about, you know, they've got to incorporate this into into what they do. This kind of stuff is going to be so so crucial and helpful for them. I've got one last question, just for brief, brief responses to which, I, which I'd, I'd like like to to ask you about. Um, I'll ask you first, Alan. Um, what does why rather why does um, nurturing creativity matter? I think if you can think creatively, you can. It, 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 I think it's the same skill essentially as problem solving, isn't it? We all know as creative people who work in the industry that sometimes <laughs> this amazing award-winning product that you've created didn't quite feel like that halfway through the process. And, yeah. you know, that old saying of um, you, can't, um, you can't polish it, but you can roll it in glitter. And that's part of the creative process, you know, is, okay, that hasn't worked out exactly as we'd planned. So how can I make this work for me? And often it's that creative process of solving problems that gets us to an even better place than we thought we were going to get in the first place. Yeah. So children doing that from a really early age is going to give us a workforce, not just for the expressive arts industry in the city, but for all growth sectors in the industry. It's going to give them a workforce who can think on their feet and who can adapt and be flexible and have some resourcefulness about them, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a great answer. Same to you, Sam. I wonder what you think, you know, because you're kind of newly into the industry. I wonder what you think about why nurturing creativity is important. Um, I think it was sort of touched upon, really. It's um, similar to what Alan said. It's it's kind of the future, you know. I mean, it's making sure that there there is 
uh, a future. These, these industries in Wales are now absolutely huge. Um, and I think that is, that is the most important thing. I think getting them from as early as you possibly can, which is why, like I said, Screen Arts Wales going to primary school. Um, and it's about, you know, like you say, it's not necessarily showing them this is what a Foley artist does. This is what a, you know, uh, a colorist does. These are very, very, very intense, very, you know, in, uh, sort of in-depth technical terms. But it's about saying this in industry is one that's open. It's one that's ready for you. Yeah. So by, so by going into schools, um, you know, it encourages the next generation to, to think this is actually a, 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 an avenue that I want to explore. And this is something that I want to look into. Um, and I think the only way you can do that is by sort of nurturing that creativity. I think that flexibility moving forward is going to be important. You know, as the schools are kind of planning their own curricula, you want to be in a position where they feel like they can approach industry. So what we're looking to do is create some sort of a, a, a portal for the local authority where industry and schools can interact. You know, if a school's looking for a particular skill or they're thinking they want to work towards a certain creative process, then there's going to be an avenue for them to find out who is in the city, who, who's already doing that, who can help me out, rather than the old way of doing it where you'd get an email on a Friday afternoon and it might find the right person, it might not, you know, and, and that, that's the old model is, and, you know, these are the great resources we have. You can come and watch this show. You can go, and unless it finds the right person, that doesn't always stick. And it ends up being either a, a nice Friday afternoon for the teacher to mark while something's going on in the hall rather than being a real part of their learning experience in the school. Thank you, Alan, and thank you, Sam. And I think we got Sipcast off to a really good start, a great conversation, and I think it'll provoke responses, hopefully, and we, we can continue that uh, partnership, you know, three-way partnership moving forward. Thank you both very much.